Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm so glad you guys have joined me at my little corner of the internet. If you are feeling overwhelmed in your role as a homeschool mom or dad right now, and you're wondering how in the world you're going to manage all the things that God's asked you to do in the midst of a crazy schedule, today's guest is going to encourage you. My friend, author, and speaker Terry McKee is here. We're going to have an awesome conversation. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so I'm glad you guys have joined me. There's so many things going on in the world right now, not the least of which is uh, the fact that a lot of you are brand new to the homeschool community. And I'm excited about that, but I also know it's really easy to get overwhelmed. And I recently ran into my friend, Terry McKee, at a homeschool conference. I asked her if she'd come on and talk to me a little bit on the show with you because she's got a brand new book out called Overwhelmed, Biblical and Practical Ways to Manage a Crazy, Busy Homeschool Life. And I wanted her to come on and encourage you because Terry knows a little bit about being overwhelmed. She is married to Greg. She's written her story, uh, her story, a book about him, and she's been on talking about that before. Uh, Greg was paralyzed in a shooting, which is something we can probably touch on for a moment today. But they have four children who all have varying special needs. Terry is a believer and an encourager at heart, and I'm so glad she's here. Terry McKee, welcome to the show. Hi, Heidi. It's so great to be on here. Well, I'm glad that you're here. So we all know that um, art imitates life. So it doesn't matter if you're talking about homeschooling or you're talking about if you want to write about if you write about marriage, you guarantee your marriage is going to be attacked. If you want to write about uh, if you want to write about being overwhelmed, art's going to always imitate life. So I can only imagine that when you wrote this, you knew a thing or two about what you were writing about. Well, that's exactly right. And the funny thing is about this book is that my computer died three times while writing this book. And I lost the book three times and had to buy three new computers writing this book. And the last (laughs) time I wrote this, you know, God just did a miraculous work with it. And the third, the fourth time actually was the best one of all. And Mm. um, he just, he planted the idea in me um, a few years ago, uh, right after Greg was shot, and mm-hmm. when life was just overwhelming, and I did not know where to turn except to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when I kept losing the book, I finally decided the fourth time that I was going to save it on every cloud device I had. <laughs> smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Well, and anybody that's ever, it's it's like... Uh, Having a, a project that you write, whether it's a senior paper, whatever it is, That's right. you know, you lose that and it's a bummer. Yes, it <laughs> is. It's no joke. These are the things that can make a grown woman cry. That is right. I did cry in Office Depot. I mean, ugly tears. Yeah. And the, ugly tears. The uh, yeah. the guy at the, um, the Geek Squad guy, he did not know what to do with me. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So I got to ask, because there's a lot of people listening to this right now that are just feeling overwhelmed. They're coming to the end of the school year. I'm always telling moms, listen, it's April. Just shut the books and be done. Right. People always think, I got to do it all the way to the end of June or I got to go. You know, you don't. You don't. You know, if if you've turned into that screaming, yelling homeschool mom running around your house like a clown with their hair on fire, probably time to just close the books, make some cookies with their kids, go on a walk, go to the beach, take a field trip. Uh, do something and be and honestly, Terry. I love that. One of the things I love about you is you, you're just a, you're very very real. And oh. and uh, our listeners going to hear that today because you've got a rooster <laughs> <Yes>. named Carl. 
definitely wants to be on my show. He always wants to be the center of attention. Yeah. And and so we're going to hear that today. A lot of moms listening with their kids. So kids, every time you hear Carl the rooster, you need to you need to let your mom know. I heard the rooster again. Then you guys can right. study roosters. This will be great. We'll turn it into a homeschool thing. But Terry, yeah. what made you write a book about being overwhelmed? Well, Heidi, as you know, um, my husband, Greg, he's paralyzed. It was an attempted armed robbery. And it was six and a half years ago. I can't even believe it's been that long. And again, I think it's been longer than that. Um, but I was just feeling with homeschool, with managing the house, with helping Greg, with dealing with four kids. Um, and, you know, three of the, the older three are adults and doing the adulting thing and they've moved out. But I find that I pray more for them mm-hmm. than I do for Laura, my youngest. I'm homeschooling. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I feel like I worry, pray like that. Mm-hmm. That's hyphenated. And I just I worry about them in prayer and I don't give it to God. I, it's mm-hmm. like I take Play-Doh or clay and I mold it and I'm praying over it, worrying about it and praying. And I put it at Jesus feet and then I say, well, I'll just take that back mm-hmm. and worry mm-hmm. about it more. And I was just convicted by God to write something that would encourage me. And so one night in a dream, he just laid on my heart about all the biblical characters who were overwhelmed. Yeah. Because we think that if they're in the Bible, they had it all together. And the truth is, you know, Elijah, he just had a meltdown. He had a temper tantrum and God told him to take a nap. <laughs> you know, and Jesus sent, so God sent. A lot sent, of people listening to this right now can be like, Seems like a good idea. I should take a nap. That's a good idea. That's biblical. And, you know, he made him bread. He made him water. He gave him water and told him to take a nap and said, it's Mm -hmm. too much for you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what God is telling us is that with the world the way it is, you know, we can just get overwhelmed watching the evening news. No question. And so we have decided in our home, we don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And there's no need to bring that kind of negativity and overwhelming bad things mm-hmm. in our home. So we've been mm-hmm. very intentional about what we bring in. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you can't change it, if you can't change it, I think it's particularly frustrating. You know, we, we you know, reread things that are happening. It's important to understand world events and kind of understand the world around us. But it gets a point where if if it makes you worry and you can't sleep at night and you can't give it to the Lord, then maybe it's a better thing to not bring it in your house at all. Exactly. And yeah. with, with the um, your talk about, you know, if it's April, close the books. You know, we have, I've been homeschooling now, I think it was um, four and a half years, I counted. And we have yet to finish a curriculum. Yeah. You know, and if it's if it's damaging your relationship with your child, just close the books. We have a wrong understanding. I mean, I'd love to hear what you think about this because I have a feeling you, you and I are going to agree. Uh, we have a wrong understanding about what we did when we were in school. You know, yes. very few of us ever actually finished the book. That's right. We think that we did, but really we didn't. And when they put 180 lessons in a Saxon math book, it's okay if you get to 140 or 130. The yes. point is, is that you're doing what you you're doing, uh, what you can do. 
And mm-hmm. I think parents, you're right. You know, we we sacrifice our relationships with our kids over an academic pursuit. And all of a sudden, uh, we wake up one day and we're like, oh, man, you know, I took a wrong turn somewhere. Right. Well, now's a really great time of year for some self-reflection uh, and some reevaluation. Close the books. Do something different. Absolutely. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with closing the books and going outside and enjoying the sunny day. So why do you think that homeschoolers get overwhelmed? Because we hear, you know, there's lots of different reasons, but with, if you could encapsulate it, why mm-hmm. do you think? Uh, why do you think that is? I think we try to do too much. I think we try to do everything and pile everything else on us, and it's it's this thing where we try to emulate public school and think that we have to do all that plus um, manage a home. Yeah, or maybe you got to get your grain mill out. You got to be the homesteader, and you yeah. got to be the all you know, all things to all people. That's why you got to really, eat some chickens. It, <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Listen, I got a lot going on in my life right now, Terry, and yeah. chickens are not going to be one of them. <laughs> but you know, but I but I bless the mom who lives down the street from me who gives me her eggs. Like Absolutely. I, you know, she's doing that. She's in a great season of her life for it, and frankly, it's a blessing to me, mm-hmm. right? In different seasons of our lives. But the fact is, I feel like. Uh, sometimes we set the bar so high that it's absolutely impossible to over, you know, to jump over it, the bar. Right. And then these moms burn out and they miss out on the most amazing thing that they could have done right. because they took on too much. They got overwhelmed and they ne- they didn't know how to back out of it. So when a mom's feeling overwhelmed, uh, maybe it's her, in her role as a mother. Yes. Maybe it's maybe she's overwhelmed because of finances, maybe because of her husband's job. There's a lot of reasons why we can just feel like, you know what, I'm I'm clocking out. Absolutely. How I do mean, we keep from getting, how do we keep, or if we're there, how do we back up and get to a place of sanity and peace? I would say taking care of ourselves and doing intentional breathing. One of the things I learned by writing this book is that when, when we are in a constant state of being overwhelmed, our body creates um, cortisol and that just creates the fight or flight response. And if we're overwhelmed all the time it just keeps making it so we're in a constant state of fight or flight and that makes our heart rates increase and gives us the stress tummy that is there and makes us gain weight and then we're looking at oh my goodness i have to lose weight i have to go on a diet when all we really need to do is kind of simplify and try not to do everything One of the things that we're doing in our homeschool is being very intentional on teaching life skills because I'm not the only person who lives in my house. So other people, namely Greg and Laura, um, they can take on some of that too. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Greg being wheelchair bound, there's, he's very limited on what he can do, but he has decided to take on all the laundry because that's something he Mm -hmm. can do. Mm-hmm. So he does all the laundry. So that's one thing, one less thing that I have to worry about. And so I'm mm-hmm. teaching Laura my only, since I only homeschool one child, that's the name of my blog, but there it is, you know, and it's all up to her to do the dishes and clean her bathroom. And I teach her how to do things because she's not going to be a little girl forever. She's not going to be 12 years old forever. So I'm teaching her things now that she will use when she's an adult and when she moves out. 
Well, and it helps you too. I think I think this is it's yes. an important point. You know, it helps you also. A lot of moms feel like they have to do everything for their kids for the love of all things that are yeah, holy. Parents should be teaching their children to work. They should be teaching them chores. They should have responsibilities. We're not yes. raising children. We're raising adults. We want we want these children to be able to be functioning adults. And so yes. I think it's the hard part on the on the front end when you're trying to teach them the skill. Right. But on the other end of that, very, very quickly, it comes back to pay huge dividends, not only for the parents, but also for the kids. Exactly. And we're homeschooling. It's not just about the academics. It's about the home part. It's about taking yeah. care of a home. It's about taking care of animals or pets. Yeah. yeah. And yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Terry, when we come back, I really want to talk to you about how a homeschool mom can get over this feeling of, I'm not enough. I'm not going to be able to figure this thing out. I know you've got some encouragement on that. We'll be right back. All right, ladies, I know what kind of a beating good towels can take. Believe me, with seven kids, towels are used for everything from cleaning up an accidental spill on the kitchen floor to drying off your four-legged buddy. You want your towels to stay soft and absorbent when you need it most for bath time, right? Well, my towels from my pillow are the best towels ever. They come in seven colors, have a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Seriously, it's a game changer. Listeners of the Heidi St. John podcast can get up to 66% off by going to MyPillow.com and using the promo code Heidi or by calling 1-800-447-0541. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So Terry, uh, talk to the mom right now who is just feeling like she's completely inadequate. Like the Lord called me to this homeschool thing and I'm I'm sucking at it. Sure. I'm not good at it. Uh, I, I don't think, you know, and she's on the verge of putting her kids back in school and she feels like maybe this year didn't go like she wanted it to go, or maybe she was pandemic schooling. A lot of people listen to this are pandemic schooling and they're just like, uh, uh, what do you say to that mom? I say this, you are very adequate. What, when you think about being inadequate and not being able to do it, if, if you're getting that from the public school environment, don't trust a, a system that made you feel that way. So I would say you're very adequate to do the things that God told you to do. And if God has led you to homeschooling, he's going to give you the strength and the determination to do it. And don't let other people, family members who mean well, but they don't know what they're talking about. Steer you off that, off what God wants you to do. And if you become overwhelmed with it, just back up and punt. You know, if you have a bad week, like, you know, after um, the homeschool convention, we did no homeschool the entire week after the convention because we were exhausted and tired. And that was okay. It drove my mother-in-law, who was with us, completely crazy because she felt like, you know, Laura should be in homeschool, but, or, you know, doing work. I'm like, the girl is exhausted and I'm exhausted. And we both cannot do it well if we're both exhausted. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we do a four day, um, four day school week and take Fridays off. And that is okay. We make homeschool mm-hmm. the way we want it to be. We don't want to emulate any other system 
Well, and we did that for years in our home too. We we did a four a four day uh, school mm-hmm. week for many many years. Friday was the homeschool co op. It was my yep. day to go grocery shopping. It was when we caught up on chores at the at the house. And I think you're right. When people realize, hey, I can do this for my family, what works best for our family, what works best for our schedule. Yes. Uh, and you start to adapt to, because really we've been schooled in this country. We're not educated. We've been schooled. We've been Absolutely. taught this is exactly what school looks like. Everybody goes to school at 730 in the morning and they're done at three. Mm-hmm. And uh, and moms, I think, feel beholden to that, especially because that's maybe all that they knew. Right. But there's more than that. And there's and I think once you realize once you find the life on the other side of that equation yes. and you think, oh, my goodness, I can actually trust the Lord to help me with my own kids. It changes you and it gives you confidence. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, the Lord did not give us these children to us for us just to be all negative and say, um, oh, I cannot wait to these children go back to school. You know, what does that sh- tell the kids that you just don't want to be around them? I tell you, I. The first three we sent to public school. We didn't know any better. But when Laura was born, there's something that shifted within us. And we're like, you know, we have so little time. I mean, 18 years is, when you think about it, is a blip. Mm-hmm. Mm. And now that she's 12, it's like, where did that time go? Yeah. And now I'm looking yep. at six more years of having her at home. I just want to, you know, teach her everything I can. Yeah. And everything that the Lord wants to teach her. And thankfully, because of homeschool, she is the one child out of four that has the biggest faith at 12 Mm. years old. Well, and I think you're, you guys have been through a lot too. So she's seen a lot in those, in her short 12 years, she's been exposed to a lot. She's seen suffering. She's watched you guys walk through some pretty deep water. And I think parents sometimes think, oh, my kid can't handle it. But God knew oh, yes. about that child. And I think to the mom, especially coming to the end of the, you know, to the end of the school year, you can kind of feel tired and we and we sort of skid in, I guess, sort of skid into the finish line. Yes. Uh, but I always tell moms, listen, the, the Lord didn't design you and call you to come on this homeschool journey, to have homeschooling run you over and leave you on the side of the road for dead. And Absolutely. I love that Jesus said, you know, his grace is sufficient. Yes. Uh, the Apostle Paul, knowing, you know, this guy had been through a lot. Absolutely. I think a lot more than most of us, right? And yeah. he said his grace is sufficient because his power is made perfect in weakness. And I think homeschool moms especially and dads mm-hmm. need to hear that. Yeah. So if you're feeling weak and inadequate today, you're right where God wants you. That's where his grace is found. It's found in the in the yes. weakness. It's found in the, in the feelings of inadequacy. When God meets you right where you are and then you have stories to tell your children and grandchildren that are going to encourage them on the hard days to come. And I know, Terry, that that's been your heart for these many years now that I've seen you out on the road. Yeah. I'm excited about her, about your new book. In the 15 seconds we have left, tell them where they can find it. Sure, at homeschoolingonechild.com. And the one is the number one. Um, and you just click on the store and you can find all my books and materials there. Awesome. Terry McKee, it's been a joy to have you. Thank you for coming on and Thank giving you. these mamas a little shot in the arm as we come into the end of the school year. Wonderful. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. For more information on Terry McKee and her ministry to homeschool moms, uh, you can scroll down to the show notes at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. Have a great day, and I'll see you back here again real soon at the intersection of faith and culture. <laughs>